0: Hello, everyone. We hope you're having a great day. My name is Bobby Cadegola, and I'm joined by my co-host and friend, Parcha Krasori. Welcome back to our podcast, GrowthSpurt, the best podcast you'll find on the internet about everything and anything, from public policy all the way to cellular physiology.
1: Hey, listeners, in this episode, we'll be talking to Mr. Madison, a Cornell interviewer for the last 10 years. We will ask him questions about the college experience and how to make the most memorable four years of her life as memorable as they can be. Stay tuned for the episode. All right, it's recording. So, yeah, I wanted to, like, kind of get this opportunity to kind of let my peers and me ask someone whose experience with, like, college and knows what we might like want or things we want because you've interviewed so many other high schoolers. So I made a short list of questions, but I also have some of my own that I just ask and we can have a good conversation about that. Yep. Yeah. So the first question I wanted to ask is what do you think that some, what do you think are some mistakes that people make when they go into college for
2: the first time? Yeah. So I'm going to do this in a two-part answer. I think, um, I think one of the first mistakes actually is um, in the actual choice of a college. I think too many students get caught up in the emotion of a college and maybe they've had a lot of, people, you know, influences from parents or friends, you know, and choosing a college is a big, is a big decision. Um, and I think, I think some students maybe make the wrong choice. Um, nothing's forever. You know what I would tell a student, if you, if you're somewhere your freshman year and you're just not feeling it, it's not for you, then you know, make a change. Um, I did that. You know, I thought I wanted to go to the University of Arizona. That's what I thought. And clearly after my freshman year, I knew that I needed something more. I needed something that was more challenging, more enriching. And for me, that was totally out of Arizona and different from what I had grown up with. So I think that can be a mistake. Um, One of the ways I think you can, you know, and you and I talked about this, um, I'm a big believer in visiting the campus you think you're going to spend four years at. Um, I think the light bulb will go off, you'll be walking around, if you can go to class, great, but I think once, especially once you know you're in, and this could be, you know, this could be where you spend four years, you're either going to know, you're not. it's going to hit you, you're going to be like, oh, I'm feeling it, yeah, I can see myself here, or you might say, "Oh, I'm not feeling it." So I do think trying to visit the campus is super important as well. If you can make that happen, I mean, obviously we're in a unique environment. A lot of students may not be able to do that. Um, I think the second thing is, I think um, I think too many students. What I've seen and what I've experienced is, um, you get there your freshman year, and you're you know, and all, especially you know. The students that are going to top universities, I mean, you guys have all been involved in multiple clubs and organizations and a lot of activities in high school. And you go to college with a lot of passion and you just jump in feet first. And I think it's very easy to get way overcommitted way too soon. Um, you know, as I tell students, and they sometimes scratch their head, you're going to have more free time in college than you've ever had in your life. And If you take 15 credit hours your first semester, you might have Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you might have a class at 9 and then 11 and then at 3. And Tuesday and Thursday, you might have a class at 1 and at 3. So what are you going to do with the rest of that time? And I think it's going to be the most free time you've ever had. And you're on your own. And I really believe before you get overcommitted, before you join every club and organization, it's so important to sort of figure out that schedule, like what's gonna work for you. When are you, you, know, you gonna find time to do laundry, to exercise, to eat, to sleep, to socialize, to have some fun. I mean, all the things, you know, to study. Um, if you've got some tough courses, if you've got a three credit course that's a hard course, you might need to be spending eight or nine hours a week outside of class working on that course. That's sort of the three to one rule. And um, I think too many students sort of get overcommitted too soon and they get they lose track of their schedule. And honestly, a lot of colleges very much endorse sort of an old-time day, like a day planner or a schedule. Like literally, I remember sitting with my son five years ago, or, yeah, five years ago and saying, hey, you need to block your schedule. Like, when are you going to do this? When are you going to do that? Write it out on the sheet because that will help you stay true to what you're saying, because there's a lot of distractions in college. You know, it's funny, one of our close friends, um, they have two sons that are um, just finished college, similar to my son's age. And one of their sons said the best advice he would give a college freshman is once you get out of bed in the morning, make your bed and never get back in it till that night. (laughs) You know, I mean, you, you might laugh at that, but it's pretty easy to go to class at 9 and 11 and then go back to your dorm at one and crawl in bed and sleep all afternoon. So I do think blocking out that schedule and figuring out your routine. When are you, you know, where are you going to eat? When are you going to eat? You know, because you there's different dining options, laundry, um, homework, or study time. Like, I call it like homework. I call it study time. Those are two different things. You know, figuring all that out that first two or three weeks before you get too overcommitted. I think is really important. And then I'm a big believer. Once you figure that out, get involved outside the classroom. I learned probably more, as much or more in my college experience from things I did out my extracurricular outside of the traditional classroom activities as I did for my classroom. And, and things that really helped me in my career, helped me get jobs, helped me grow as a leader of people. Um, so yeah, so that would be a little advice.
0: Yeah, I think that really makes sense, especially because college is supposed to be like this new environment that high schooler, that high schoolers are like exposed to. Um, I actually go to sort of like an early entrance college program for high schoolers in Texas called TAMS.
2: Where yeah, we're basically, well.
0: yeah. So we're at the University of North Texas right now. I'm in my dorm right now, actually. Um, and so I just wanted to ask you, what are sort of some of like the best parts of college that all students uh, should look forward to um, as they like begin this new journey?
2: Um, I think for me, you know, I think one being on your own. I mean, you know, granted when I was there, you know, you, we weren't connected to our parents. I mean, we didn't have phones and internet and, you know, that type of thing, but I've had two sons that are, you know, connected to us, but truly being out on your own and being able to make those decisions and have some fun. And I think that's a big experience where you're going to, you're going to grow a lot. You're going to learn a lot. I think that's important. The other thing I think is, I truly believe some of the people you'll meet your freshman year, and if you're in a dorm, you may be um, experience, experiencing this now, mm-hmm. some of the people you'll meet your freshman year are going to be lifelong friends. Yeah. And, you know, th- that is a really um, neat opportunity to, th- you know, it's the first time you're going to be with people from a lot of different states or countries or backgrounds or beliefs. Um, and in an environment where you might be, you know, if you're in a dorm, you'll have your roommates, your suite mates, your hall mates. So you will be with a bunch of people that you'll spend a lot of time with. Um, And I think that is um, probably one of the most exciting things about um, college because the schoolwork is just an extension of high school. You know, yes, it steps up and it's more focused, but your freshman year, honestly, isn't you know if you especially students who've gone to and taken a fairly um competitive ap lord if you've gone to you know plano or frisco or allen high schools i mean you've experienced some pretty top-notch education your freshman year is going to be pretty similar um so the big difference is you're on your own and you're meeting new friends and you you know you have those random fun times i remember my son going he's like You know, we ran down to the field and played football at midnight, you know, like a bunch of guys from his dorm. And he's like, this was great, you know? So those are the experiences I think you'll remember.
1: Yeah, I feel like those experiences are so integral to kind of having you shape your own identity. Cause I do think college is a time to kind of learn how to explore and find yourself. Do you have any tips of like getting out there and having those experiences that can help mold you into? Kind of understanding who you want to be.
2: Yeah, I think um, I think the first, probably the most important, is be true to yourself. I mean, you you have you know there's peer pressure, just like there is in high school. There's peer pressure in college, and in college, you know, you're going to be faced with a lot of choices, and like you're going to be have to make a lot of decisions, right? And I really believe it's important to um, surround yourself when you when you think about your friends and your good friends surround yourself with like-minded people, people that maybe share the same value system as you do. Um, I think that will help you make more positive choices than negative choices or mistakes. Um, You're gonna make some mistakes, hands down. When you do, move on, you know, forget. I mean, acknowledge it, learn from it, move on. Um, You know, no one's perfect. But I think if you have a support system of friends that you hang out with that you socialize with that you do stuff with that are that are similar to you that share similar values I think you'll make more positive really good choices when the when that time comes when you've got a choice to make is it a good choice or a bad choice because there's going to be those I mean I'm not gonna you know um hide that and I think you'll make more good choices than bad choices and when you make a negative choice that you regret then learn from it and move on and don't let it hold you back. Um, I think the other thing is um, in college, um, you know, in high school, I feel like sometimes things are given to you on a silver plate, like, you know, either your guidance counselors or people are, you know, they're just very involved in your life. In college, you're on your own. And at the end of the day, you're the customer, you're the paying customer of the university or college you choose to attend. So you do have to put yourself out there. If you want to achieve some things or set some goals for yourself, don't be afraid to put yourself out there, um, you know, and ask for what you want.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think just like from my experience, um, I guess sort of finding the courage to like just go out there and like try new things, sort of been one of the greatest parts of like this college experience so far. And so I wanna ask you, how should people, I guess, sort of find themselves um, at college? Because I know like self-growth is something that's really important, especially in like these early years of our life. Um, so do you have any tips or pieces of advice uh, for people that wanna grow, I guess, like break out of their
2: shell? Yeah, I think um, I think part of it is like, like I said, I think it's really beginning to understand who you are and being true to yourself and, and um, choosing your friends carefully. I also think that's where Pushing yourself outside your comfort zone. So there's a lot of ways to do that. You could join a club or an organization that's totally um, different than anything you'd ever expected. Um, you know, we talked about taking classes outside your major. Um, if you just focus on your major, if you're an engineer and you take all engineering classes, you're going to be with a lot of like-minded people who want to be engineers, who will tend to have person similar sort of left brain personalities but if you maybe join an arts group where you're going to have a lot of le- right minded people that are creative and expressive you're going to meet some people that are different than you and i think sometimes that can be a way to grow um you know but it's it's an exciting time i mean it's a challenging time you're 18 19 20 you're you're on your own for the first time you're learning about yourself. Um, You're learning about self-discipline. You're learning about um, relationships, friends, and maybe the first time for a lot of people that they've had a roommate or two roommates, you know, and if you're in a traditional dorm, that roommate may be sleeping like literally six feet across from you. My son was like, dad, this is just weird. You know, he goes to bed earlier than me and I'm trying to stay up and, you know, it, I mean, he had his own bedroom growing up, so it was the first time he had some another guy who was 18 years old, like literally sleeping six feet from him in a you know in a twin bed. So all of that is time to explore, to learn. Um, you know, I would tell you though, take time to reflect. Like, take time to yourself to reflect. Um, I you know I've been listening to this interesting podcast lately as when I'm at the gym and I'm a big believer in meditation I think it can really be valuable and with apps now like Headspace etc I think that would be a really good tool if you if you're going into your freshman year you're going to have stress I mean regardless of who you are and how confident you are there's going to be stress in your life and I, I finding a way to center yourself to have some self-reflection time, I think um, that might be a really good tool, um, you know, during, especially during that first month or two where it can just be almost over, like almost on the overdrive from a stimulation perspective.
1: Yeah, it's kind of funny because our last episode is actually, we um, interviewed two people who started a meditation company. So the entire episode is basically talking about the benefits of meditation. Yeah. Um, another question that I feel like a lot of kids may have is, or might be kind of scared of actually, is when it gets hard in college, because there's no one there to tell you turn in assignments, there's no one there to tell you come to class. When, when, when you get overwhelmed by all the work and all your commitments, how do you kind of understand how to manage and get through that hard phase? Um,
2: I think a couple things. One Every college, they want you to be successful, they don't want anybody to fail out or to burn out. Um, There is a ton of resources at every college and university and I think too many of them go unused. Um, Whether it be a a student success center, whether it be academic coaching. um, You know, every university is going to have whether it be a tutoring center, and a lot of students at your guys caliber would be like, Oh, I'm not going to the tutoring center. Well you know, if you're taking some hard calculus class, to be honest, you ought to be going to the tutoring sessions before you need help. So you can stay up on it and be and make sure you're really understanding it. And my son experienced, he under, he had a professor that he just did not relate to. And he was like, I just don't get his lectures. But when I go to the tutoring, the guy who teaches the tutoring makes it all clear and I get it. And he got like a 96 in the class and then he became a then he became an instructor, like a tutor. But he had to get help because he didn't relate to how the professor was teaching the finance, it was a finance class and was teaching the information. But once he went for the extra help session and we had to sort of prod him, he's like, I don't need that. I'm like, okay, go get extra help, you know? He it totally, the light bulb went off and then he did that. He got paid for a year to be that um, academic instructor in the success center and the success center was free. So it wasn't like students had to pay for tutoring. It was, they had set, class, set tutors for some really hard classes that have a high failure rate, right? So they were like, okay, we're gonna set these up in advance. So make sure you're using the resources that are there. Um, and then I think the other thing, I mean, for me, um, getting to know your professors in whether it be your professors or your teaching assistants in a genuine way. Um, if you need help, ask for help. Um, if you're, you know, I literally got through one of my classes. It was this like super crazy chemistry class, and I hate chemistry. And I went to the professor, and I'm like, I'm I'm an A student. I will, you know, I'm willing to put in the work because I had failed both the midterms. Like I was literally like, I think I had a 50 in the class and I only had the final to recover. And she's like, she was real honest. She's like, well, you need to get like a 73 on the final to get a C in the class. And I needed a C because it was a class that was required for my major. And I've never worked harder in my life, but she- Honestly, some professors can be jerks. That's just plain and simple, but there's gonna be others that are gonna be really interested in you as a person. What you, and if you show interest in them, professors love to talk about themselves. Like ask them, say, how did you get to where you are today? They're going to want that, that. That is a great question to ask a professor because it's going to break down that barrier of and then they're going to, you know, and they can be a huge resource for you.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think especially in high school, there's sort of like a cookie cutter approach to approaching, uh, to like going at school where it's like you do your homework, you take tests, you take quizzes. and It's pretty much like that's all, that, uh, that's all there is to it. But when you're in college, you, like, you have to learn to use all of your resources. Like you mentioned, going to office hours, going to all these extra tutoring sessions, just to be able to, um, I guess, like grasp all of the content to the best of your ability. And so I wanna ask you a bit more of like a personal question. Um, you mentioned it before, but how was your experience with your roommate? And sort of what are your thoughts on like the whole roommate situation in college?
2: Um, you know, I. it was, um... It was, you know, mine's a little unique um, in that I was in college four and a half years, and for four of those years, I actually lived in my fraternity. And so I had a little bit of choice to sort of pick my roommates. Um, The one semester I transferred to Cornell, I lived in a transfer house. Um, My roommate and I hit it off perfectly. We were both transfers. Um, He was actually from Ithaca, which was sort of, advantage i remember like sundays we'd go to his mom's house for dinner and be like oh my god this is great um but um part of that you know the whole roommate it, it, that's part of um the growing experience because in the work world you're not going to be able to choose who you work with you're not you know for the most part and you may have at times people you work with that are difficult you may have a boss that's difficult and so or not like you or someone you don't hit it off with, but you still got to work with them. So that, so figuring that out early as as a roommate, you know, and I think the bigger thing is just communicate, set boundaries. I mean, set boundaries. Um, if you have different sleep habits, talk about that. Or if you have different hygiene habits, you know, like my son, he was a neat freak and he makes his bed every day etc and his roommate was an absolute slob and it literally drove him batshit like he hated it he was like oh my god um you know it was only his freshman year but it was hard for him because he keeping his side of the room you know this is a small room keeping his side of the room neat was important but i'm like chase just talk to joseph and tell him it's you know you want to keep things neat and everything and it it, you know, worked out fine. But it it is a, um, I think communication is key, um, you know. And at the end of the day, if there's something that's really disturbing or just something that's unbearable, because that can happen, right? You, you, there's a, you talk to your RA. I mean, that's why there's RAs in every dorm. That's what they're there for. You don't want to suffer through a year of being in a really bad situation, um, whether it's, drug-related or whatnot, right? Um, You don't want to put yourself in that situation. And so it's okay to talk to an RA. If you're uncomfortable in the situation you're in, then, you know, um, I would first talk to the roommate and be upfront and be honest and say, hey, let's see if we can work this out, you know, so.
1: Yeah, thank you. That really makes sense. And I think it is important, like what you said, if you don't have a roommate, it's not set in stone to be with that person. You do have the flexibility to change, but being with someone, even if they have different perspectives or something, it can be good for you. So that's just another aspect of college.
2: Yeah, absolutely can be because you're going to have to learn to get along with a lot of different people in your career. And you're going to have to, I had a lot of different bosses. And one of the things that enabled me to have a 26 year career with one company is I learned quickly that I had to adapt my style, depending on who my boss was, because not every boss is going to be the same. And I needed to sort of, you know, um, be like a chameleon and evolve a little bit. I was still always myself and I'm rich and I, who I, I was, who I was, but I might approach it a little differently depending on the situation, depending on who, the, who my boss was at the time.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. So I don't wanna hold you too long. So this is gonna be our last question and it's just yeah. a simple question. What is some last minute advice you may have to high school seniors that are going into college in the
2: next couple of months? Um, gosh, um, go into it with eyes wide open. I mean, college is exciting and, you know, I do think it's important to figure out that schedule that first couple of weeks, but then have fun, get involved outside the classroom. Um, You know, try to take advantage of what, what the college offers, Um, you know, don't get caught up. I, I, you know, we had a close friend whose son got caught up in video games and literally played video games in his dorm and failed out. I mean, that, and he was an A student in high school, like an A student. And that, and these are close friends of ours and they're good parents. And it was just sad. So, you know, I mean, there's a the time for video games. That's a good stress relief. Uh, you know, my son plays video games occasionally. I don't think he's actually had time to play much since he was at college. Um, and so just have fun, um, you know, and be, don't be afraid to talk about your feelings with either your parents or your siblings or whoever your confidants are whether it's a close friend whether depending on the relationship you have with your parents i mean you're going to be going through a lot of changes you're going to be going through a lot of emotions and i think too many students keep it like sort of all boiled like all inside them and that's not good you know if if you're if you're excited about something and you're learning something or you're experiencing something new It's fun to talk about it. And so find a way to talk about that, whether that's a weekly FaceTime call with your parents, whether that's staying connected. You know, I'm sure a lot of you have really close friends um, at high school. And my guess is you're not all going to go to the same college. So find a way to stay connected with some of your closest friends from high school that go to three different colleges, whether my son stayed connected because they all play fantasy football. And so they would, they had a draft, they, you know, they were at, UT, University of Washington, Missouri, um, Oklahoma, um, Texas Tech, Kansas, I'm trying to think where all the schools were and Arkansas. So they were spread, oh, in Purdue. So they, they were spread multiple time zones, et cetera, and they stayed really connected. Um, and, and it was the fantasy football was the thing for them that stayed connected, but I think that's important as well because you can't just walk away from, for for him, for my son, some of these guys, literally this group has been, a lot of them have been together since kindergarten, so 12 years of of really being close friends, and they all went to different colleges, but they, and now the ones that have been at Arkansas and Kansas have come to visit my son, like they've done little road trips, you know, Um, and, you know, that's fun as well, so
0: yeah well thank you so much for taking the yeah. time to talk to us i think like both of us especially because we're going to be experiencing the college experience pretty soon yeah. uh, we're really going to um take your words to heart and i'm sure our audience as well because especially because we have a lot of high schoolers listening um i'm sure they'll benefit from everything that you had to say well yeah, I hope you, for, so you
2: know it's an exciting time I'm, you guys all have a bright future i literally Um, was talking was emailing um, one of the guys who leads who who actually is at Cornell who helps coordinate all the alumni and I said you know I just have a lot of I've met with so many students this year and I have so much um, it gives me so much hope for the future because they're just amazing students with great questions with good insight Um, you know whether they get into Cornell or not I'm just excited about you know the next generation the next 20 years is Know as I move into retirement, these are the kids that are gonna, the young adults that are gonna take over and and work and help fix, you know, our world and our country, which needs a lot of fixing right now. So, um, I've enjoyed it. Thank you guys. Thank you. Yeah, have a good evening. Enjoy your long weekend.
1: Yeah, (laughs) And it snows. Hopefully, it snows. Let's hope.
2: Let's hope. Yeah,
1: bye. Thank you. Thank you. Take thanks you again for taking the time to talk to hey, us. No
2: problem. Thanks you, Harsh. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh my goodness. Right, let
1: me end it real quick.